Chapter 28 How Do I Look? Blue face, pale breasts, presentation makeup still on, Miri lets me have her. Good pain, bad pain, the bottom lip between her teeth is mine. Make it bleed, Miri, just a little. We sweat into the red, salt, copper, and heavy fuck breathing. I'm all the way in, pushing more because I want the base of me to rip, skin to tear some. I want to hurt after, smile about it and feel like animals together. She bites harder. Oh, fuck, Remy, I'm about to. I'm so close. She leans up and we're L-shaped, my hands on her hips, pushing to break her bones. It's the grinding that Miri likes. It's the friction that gets her there. I'm swollen, skin balloon thin, thumping her stomach from the inside and about to arrive with her. Fuck, Remy, I'm ca- Pleasure perfect breath freezes the word away. Goddess arm folds forward, giving fingernails to teeth, a bit to chomp, a bite down as her body shivers. Euphoric eptileptopitamization, pure energy. I'm the numb before the punctuation, and I don't feel her melting. Grip tighter, move faster, Miri folds forward into the loveliest kind of limp. A pleasure doll for me to make dirty. Her lips to my ear. Come for me. Please come for me, Remy. Please come in me. I close my eyes. Only sensation. So violent. So very, very nice. Please, Remy. She swallows my ear, and I can hear myself in her body, swimming to the surface. I'm about to. Inside of a goddess. I can feel you. You're right there. Come for me. Please come for me, Remy. The spasm starts at the roots. Burst and bloom. Lava and pollen, all things eminent now, the feeling builds upward, unfolding like expanding circles, a focal point that ripples through all of me. Come for me. I open my eyes. The moon glows bright and all things turn cold. I'm dry fucking my dead wife by lime green light. Will you come for me, Remy? Please come for me. I can't help it. I finish inside my pants, and I'm the worst human being ever born. Green smoke is everywhere. My erection doesn't leave. I'm a necrophile, mortified, and check to see if I've been caught. Everyone is passed out, thank goodness, put to sleep beneath the blanket of mist. The scene is sinister, and I don't care. I can still hear Miri. Please come for me, Remy. Please. I'm on my feet, stepping over unconscious bodies, sound and snoring, save Dell, who looks to be fighting a bad dream. Leaving the clearing, I follow Miri's voice into the trees. My whole self is an enchanted lust, a need. My erect penis rubs against the bottom of the woman still strapped to me, and each next step feels better than the last. The sticky inside of my shorts sliding nicely between. It's all building again, nearer and nearer to the voice, 
It's calling me. Come for me, Remy. You're so close. The forest is a warm place and likes that I'm inside of it. It's only natural. I'm just another animal. There's nothing wrong with this. Deeper into the trees. Closer. Come for me, Remy. And there she is. Only yards removed, naked and glowing in the dark, beautiful in the shadows. Miri. My Miri. Standing before me, she is lime green and alive, and I wonder what this dead thing is that I'm holding. The freckle beneath her left breast, the spooning curve of her hips, their soft dive to her pelvis, her perfect knees, her small hands, her eyes. She steps closer, moving toward me. Every detail is a rush. My memories boil and the chemicals come back. It's like riding a bike, like breathing. I know exactly what to do to her. Come, Remy. She moves closer and closer. We're eye to eye. Nothing between us but this thing, separated only by a dead body. It needs to go away. We need it to not be there. Will you? The answer is yes. I undo the first strap. The dead weight shifts and Green Miri smiles at me. It's turning her on. You're so close. Her goddess arm reaches forward. Fingers tug sexy at her bottom lip as I undo the second strap. You're right there. I can feel you. Last strap lets go and the bodies shed, falling away from me and landing to my left. Still, there's tugging at my wrist. Something is catching. I don't care. I can't pull my eyes away from Green Miri. I won't. She fills the space. Her breasts are against me. My penis folds between our bodies. It feels her. It has its own pulse. Her goddess hand touches my chest, finger to my heart. She looks at me like she loves me and pushes her nail into my skin. Good pain, all the good pain. My shirt rips and I'm bleeding. She slides the nail down, cutting me open. Muscles and skin peel. A fine line is etched into my sternum. It's okay. I love her back, and I want to feel everything. Do whatever you like, Green Miri. Just keep looking at me. Keep touching me. On guard! Dell's redemption is a perfect strike. A 20-yard hatchet pitch butchers its blade into Green Miri's skull, slicing flush all the way through. Strictly butter. Dell's hatchet halts, lodged in a tree. The expression on Green Miri's face stays sexy as it folds like deli meat from the rest of her head. Not a single thing enchanting about that, and the spell is broken. Erect and horrified, I watch as the smoke recomposes. Green Miri melts and Green Miri expands. The lima bear takes shape, full-bodied but for a snout. The wound is a transferable one, and the lima bear's face is opened. Del seizes the opportunity. 
A nimble gallop to hatchet. He plucks his weapon from the tree and swings. Low blow connects effectively, taking a pie slice from the lima bear's knee. The beast buckles. Pain comes by gargled roars, exiting its half-face in science fair volcano plumes. Splashes of lime liquid, puffs of green breath. It swings wildly. Dell is most deft. A quick dodge, a counter-strike, and the bear is minus a paw. Our friends arrive, holding position at the battle's edge. All besides Yolandi. She rushes to Miri, inspecting our connection, making sure it's still intact. And thanks to her, it is. My left wrist bound by fabric to Miri's right. She'd foreseen this. Our eyes return to the action. Double-digit chop counts to the lima bear's limbs, and Dell has mangled the animal. It is no longer able to stand. Zero mercy shown, Dell splits the front. Abdomen parts like two curtains on fire, and the little warrior reaches in. Smoke is everywhere, obscuring the sight of a hatchet exploring internally. The beast is a writhing mess. Del relents. Terminal damage inflicted, he assumes the final position. Standing straddle above the open face is his kill. Their gaze connects. An understanding is traded, and Dell's hatchet is lowered a last. The blow is true. The battle done. A blade is buried between them, and the lima bear's eyes go shut, closed once more by its eternal adversary. Dell is myth manifest. He is a legend to be written. Warrior god Biclops lifts his weapon, blood-stained and warm with death. Beneath the canopy, he screams his victory to the night, echoing his strength through the trees. The forest fades in volume and air grows still. Proud heartbeats and heavy breathing. Dell is the only sound in the world. That's very nasty, she says. I'm embarrassed. I fear Yolandi is referring to the secret that happened in my pants. Thankfully not. She moves my shirt, allowing a closer look at the wound beneath. It will require stitches. Three bodies in one night. Yolandi's thread count is a soft sheet. We return to the clearing and pass the evening there waiting for the sun. Transplanted with help from Brad, Dell uses this time to clean the carcass of his kill. Yolandi offers some tips, and he proves a quick study. Dell's mincing assassination has left many tears in the hide, but once peeled and trimmed, it makes for a fine pelt. Still wet green, he flings it over his shirtless shoulders and proceeds. Bones next, gristle some choice chops. Brad takes a nibble. Disgusting. Onto the guts. Dell removes the stomach and splits the bag with surgeon's care. There's something inside. Dell reaches in and removes it. I can't see what he's holding. In the tone of addressing a misplaced trinket pulled from between couch cushions, I've been looking for you, says Dell. He wipes it off 
and held aloft between two fingers. There it is, Biclops's missing marble toe. Del smiles, sets it aside, and keeps with his business. The completed task is organized to three green piles, a generous consolation prize for the Shadowbirds. The proudest of Dells stands beside it, toe necklace dangling to chest, bearskin cloak draped over shoulders, blood-glistened hatchet in hand, and fresh battle scars carved down his face. Same pose, same question. How do I look? Like a faggot. Sammy doesn't mean it. Dell doesn't give a shit. He asks again, adjusting his flex just a bit. How do I look? Like a warrior, says Yolandi. Dell turns to me, asking a question he already knows the answer to. I tell him the truth. Like a complete badass.